Hello and welcome to Walk the Walk. So what does it mean to be saved? Well, I've heard people use that term rather loosely. Oh, I'm saved. Yes, I'm saved. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm good, I'm good. But what does it really mean? And if you're not saved, I'm going to give you the opportunity today to do that. To be saved means to know that when it's your time to pass from this earth, that you will have a heavenly home waiting for you. That gives me great comfort to know that I am saved, that Jesus Christ died on the cross just for me. Now in my humanness, I don't know if I could do that for other people. Sometimes I think there's no way I would be able to endure a brutal death just like he did for me while people were spitting on me, yelling insults at me, and cheering at the thought that I was about to die. And only I, if I were Jesus, knew what I was doing for them. But still, Jesus said to God, forgive them, for they know not what they do. (laughs) I don't know. And not too long after that, he saved that thief on a cross. I don't know. I don't think I could do that. To die for somebody else while they were brutalizing me. Now I know there are people out there who say, well, to be saved, you have to do this and you have to do that. A litany of rules and commands Well, that's just not the case. I'm going to ask you some questions, and you may answer them. And after you answer those questions, if it is your desire to accept Christ, we will then say the sinner's prayer. And if you do decide to accept Christ, let me know so that I can rejoice with you. My first question for you is, Are you a sinner? Now I'm going to help you with that answer. And it's going to be a resounding yes. Of course, we all are. Do you want forgiveness for your sins? Do you believe Jesus died on the cross for you and rose again? Are you willing to surrender your life to Jesus Christ? Are you ready to invite Jesus into your heart and into your life? If you answered these questions with a yes, then you're ready to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. You are ready to be saved. You are about to be born again. If you would like, please repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I have sinned against you. I want forgiveness for all my sins. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and rose again, just for me. Father, I give you my life to do with as you wish. I want you, Jesus, to come into my life and into my heart.
Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I am telling you, your life is about to change. Will you be tempted again? Will you sin again? Well, of course, that's because we're human. But now you have the one who lives within you that will help you when you feel that temptation because he sent the Holy Spirit to live inside your heart to help you with all those temptations that we're all faced with and will help you to turn and repent and try to stay on a path that Jesus wants us on. May I encourage you to read John 3.16. Find a church that is a Bible-believing church and that they preach the Bible and not the culture. Find a church where you can get into a Bible study, whether it be a women's group, men's group, or men and women's group. Get into a Bible study with other believers. Be faithful. And I believe that Christians should go to church. I honestly believe that. How else can you learn about what it's like to be a a Christian? How else will you learn how to pray for each other? How to uplift each other? Because if you're going to go to a church that's a Bible-believing church, that's what you want to hear, is what the Bible has to say. Do not try to do this on your own because it is almost impossible. You're not going to be able to change the things that you want to change without knowing how to do it and doing it in a Christian way. You cannot be your own pastor and you definitely cannot be your own congregation. You need the help of other Christians in your life. Lean into them. Rely on them and pray with them. Read your Bible. Now I know there's a lot of talk about how to read your Bible. For me personally, I believe you should start at Genesis and read right up into Revelation. You would not pick up any novel, would you, and just throw it down and say, well, well, whatever page it lands on is where I'm going to start reading this book. Well, how are you going to know what's happened? How are you going to know what's leading up to where you started? You won't. And it's the same thing about the Bible. You need to know where we started, where we are, and where we are going as Christians. Some people will say, don't bother reading the Old Testament. We don't have to follow that anymore. And then some will say, oh, just read the New Testament. I'm telling you, I have read the Bible cover to cover. Genesis to Revelation. And I understand why. Because we need to know our Bible. So now that you're a Christian, if you have indeed accepted Christ into your heart, eventually it's going to be your job to be the shepherd. When you're ready to do that, you'll know. What does that mean? It says exactly what I'm doing right now is talking about Jesus Christ and talking about his word and shepherding others into the fold. 
I congratulate you if you've accepted Christ. I'm telling you, your life is going to change as you know it. Will it be smooth sailing? Absolutely not. But now you have the Holy Spirit within you who will always be with you. And I will always be with you because if you need help, if you need guidance, if you need direction, if you need somebody to talk to, since you're on my website now, you will find my email address that you can contact me. I want to know how you're doing. Too many times people have led other people to Christ and then once they accept them, they drop out of the picture. Well, that's not how this is supposed to work. That's why I tell you, you need to go to church because that's where other believers are who will help you through the learning process. So whatever you do at this point, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, do not stop now because this is only the beginning.